Hey guys, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Highly Melanated. Highly Melanated. Highly Melanated. Highly Melanated. Highly. We are highly melanated. Coming to your brain. Highly Melanated. What's going on, guys? Hey, y'all. BJ here. Yushi. Red. Blair. And the gang is here. We are here again. 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 Thank you guys for coming back to listen. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and keeping up and making comments and giving feedback. We appreciate and love it all. You guys are great. You guys are awesome. I appreciate every single one of you. We, as a group, appreciate every single one of you. Yes. Yeah. Everyone. You are somebody. You are. And you mean something to if us. you want to be somebody. Oh, we can bring that again. I was about oh, to say. Bad. You want to go somewhere. Hey, you want to go somewhere. You better wake, you better up, wake and up and pay attention. And that's exactly <laughs> what each one of you have been doing. You have been waking up and paying attention. You've probably already been awake. That's right. Okay. That's how you found us. That's right. Angela Rye said this one thing. She said, not just like, uh, you got to you, um, be woke, but you know, you got to stay woke and work woke. That's right. Okay. I love it. If you so. stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So. Okay. You know how hard it is to get ready when you ain't really ready to get ready? Okay, look. I don't know. Cause get, I'm ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Like, look, stay like, ready. In my TDJ's voice, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready, 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 Y'all off the hook. They just okay. like that somewhere else. We're 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 we're. Hold on, we're, know what me I talk about? What me I say? Ready? We are in a we are, we in a really good mood today, guys. As you can tell, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on, guys? How's everybody's week has been? Uh, it's been so long since I've seen all of your beautiful faces. I saw you last oh. day. The other I day know here. you did. <laughs> Tired of seeing you. Oh my God. And you know what? Let me talk about that. Actually, on the um from coming from seeing you. So I was on my way home. Which, by the way, uh. I'm going to give a hearty, I'm sorry to start this off this way, but a hearty, hearty fuck you to the MTA. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was like, yes, on that moment. (laughs) Let me tell you right now, um, Red lives up in like the Washington Heights area, somewhere all the way up yonder, and I'm on the other side of Brooklyn. So it takes me forever and a day to get back from his house all the way to mine. After a certain hour during the daytime, it's okay. As long as you know how I feel, I know we we understand how you feel. So, um, the commute back to my house, let's say I left you, I walked to the train, the A train wasn't working at 145th so then i was like you know something all right so next we'll walk to the c train it wasn't working at 135th walked all the way down to uh 125th it was working but it wasn't picking anybody up at that station wait so wait, then wait 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 yeah. what yeah, okay like oh, right 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 all kinds of right and wrong but see, this is exactly no but this is exactly why when you guys ask me like where am i at i'm all like i'm on my third train and you guys are like what wait so that was it no so i Okay. Got on the, I walked at 125th, and then once I got to 125th, uh, it said take the shuttle bus, but unfortunately the shuttle bus was a couple of blocks away, so I got on the shuttle bus, it was taken to 110th, and I was like, you know something, I already had like an edible 
or some stuff from you <laughs> when I left your house anyway. What are you talking about? I, I you to, mm. yeah, well, I brought it myself then. It was my own provided. But it provided. came from off the truck. The <laughs> <one> <laughs> illegally <laughs> on the street. They got the trucks wait, illegally on the street. So, right? That's no, it came but from. that's illegally, but not even any weed up in that Weed lollipop. It has, like, it has like a third. Weed it's like lollipop. A, a 1%. Niggas, I'm up here trying to say the story and ain't up here ratting it out. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 y'all! Oh, well. Y'all need to go down because I I gave them a good twenty five dollars one time, and I was like, "Are you serious? What is this shit?" Anyway, so I Andy, left you. I so I got on the shuttle. I got on the shuttle, and the bus itself was like jam packed. I sent you a video about what was going on at that time because the young kids was like on and popping, and it was just like loud Ooh, and mm-mm. rowdy. No, Ooh. and that's I got up and went to another car. Oh my god! Generation. But it was it, I couldn't because it was on a bus. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! And like they started like. They're like they're all friends or whatever, so they were like play fighting, and then the play fighting turned into real fighting. Nope. So then it was like punching in his head, and like oh, no. it was like nope. so much to watch. And there was a woman sitting right behind her, and she was just like, "I wish y'all would come a little bit closer to me." I know I'm that's right. right <laughs> now, <laughs> all of y'all gonna get this. Y'all gonna get this. Y'all gonna get this ass whooping today. All of y'all. So <laughs> after that, so I ended up getting on the one train. Now before all of that even happened, I walked over to the one train from one. 45th because I was like you know what let me just transfer to the two so I can take that instead and then they've said nah it's not doing it so that's how I got back onto the A you know FYI I tell stories and like forward backward forward backward so please can you keep up um so <laughs> I when I finally got on the train it was cool but then the train was moving like a snail so now what's going on I left you at like what 10 I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, <PM>. damn. <laughs> Dang. He said, I don't know what time you left. He was he was ready to go because he's like, uh, Negro, it's Thursday. And uh, I got to work. Got in to the work. And I'm like, I don't I'm work sorry. on Friday. I'd be <laughs> tired. I was like, I'd be looking at you like. <laughs> so, right for real. So still here. Is you yeah. leaving or not? Nah? Like, no, nah, refill. <laughs> <laughs> One more again. Wait. So, uh, so I'm saying all of this to say, so I got on the D train eventually. And the D train stayed at the station across where the A was coming. And so they, neither one of them two were moving. And then this guy, everybody got on a train. This guy got on a train. He was from Long Island. His name was Eric. And I'm he, mad that you know why that. Do we because even it, know I already, that? but he, I, he already sounds like he's going to be an issue because yeah. the fact that you even know that to Actually, no, with. he wasn't an issue. That's the funny thing. That's actually the good thing. Then because we, here's the thing he got on a train. He was going to Long Island. He was talking about how hard it was for him to get home, how. She better go ahead and wrap herself with this scarf in the Ow. middle of a, in the middle of some dead summer in here. Um, it's so, AC on. It's cold. <laughs> so <laughs> he was trying to get to his destination, but it was going to take him for even longer because living in Long Island, you got you know that's that's too much. So he was talking to people and like nobody was really paying him any attention. And so I like listen. I you know I turned my music down. Here's the thing about headphones. Sometimes people people who just put headphones in are still just putting it in just to, so they can act like they're not listening. But we listening. Yep. Yep. All <clears> the <throat> the, me all day. I'd headphones be all right. in. Headphones <laughs> in. Ain't listening Song, to a not thing. <laughs> so I, I I bring this all up anyway. To I was saying um, he was just talking. Nobody else was responding to him. So I said. You know, as he was like about to get off at his stop, he was like, uh, I was like, well, you know what? Get home safe, brother. And he was like, thank you. He was like, thank you. You know, not not any. no one has said anything as I've been trying to figure out a way to get home from here. Nobody's even offered that. He's like, it's really good to see uh, another brother concerned about another brother. And we just got to talking for a quick second. And I was telling him about the podcast, and he said he'll definitely sure listen. He was talking about his friends, right, and he was to gonna. You, Eric. That's what I'm saying. Shout, shout out to Eric, Eric you know. Island. And he was really saying that you, you know, not a problem. It, not at all. He was like, it's I just. Apologize. It, <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. See what happens when you jump when you I, assume. I have <laughs> preconceived notions, <laughs> and I I want to be Blair. I want to apologize to you. That's our heart. We love you. Yeah, so that we're just gonna give a shout out to you, man, because so, it's been really good, man. Not for nothing. I always knew that you were a good person, Eric, deep down inside. Okay, Red. Oh, sorry. See, it's you know <laughs> uh, You just go throw me under the bus, that's fine. So on that note, you see how the women do, right? Anyway, yeah. Wait, wow. wait, Good shots, good shots. Ow, ow. Oh my God. Stop. Okay. All right. I got some for the both of y'all. I didn't say what? For the both of y'all. Some for young nigga. You know what? What's up with you, Yush? How's your week been? Our week was dumb. 
Why do I say it was dumb? Because I swore there was something in my throat that I swallowed something and it was in my throat going what from my ear swallow? to my nose. Hmm. I wish it was that. I just. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was eating too fast and I had a couple of beers and I was scarfing the food down. So something probably got lodged in there. And I'm like freaking out because. I like I couldn't sleep one night and it was so bad that I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die because <laughs> I really thought it was something in my throat. So either it was something there and I swallowed it or it was something. I don't know. But now it just seemed like mucus and I'm fine. So I went to the ER twice, y'all. You went all the way to Pennsylvania. I, I feel you. So my dumb behind leaves New York to go to Pennsylvania to go to the ER. I'm there all night and I'm hearing the people in the ER talk about something. Yeah. Ma, we should have stayed in New York because in New York they get you in and out. And I'm like in my back of my brain, God damn it. There I was few, already in New York. There are a few, you know, places like. But you know what happened? The Summit, the hospital, care. shout out to the, the hospital in Summit. They get you in and out. Like they Summit do not where? play New Jersey. Summit, New Jersey. They do not play. That's why I was like, I'm just going to go to Pennsylvania to the Hicks. And, you yeah, know. You're, you're, t- you're talking about Overlook Hospital. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I used went to, to the work, Hicks. I used to love working for Atlantic Health Systems. Shout out to the worst place I've ever worked for. That's hilarious. <laughs> but um, that mm. hospital in um, the Poconos where I went to in East Stroudsburg is the worst hospital. If you have an emergency, Ew, call 911. Do not go into the ER. Call 911. So that was my week in a nutshell. I'm back. My voice is here. I can friggin' sing again. Um, and monologue's name is tomorrow. Yay. So I'll be there. I'll shout out to those who will be there. See you then. Tomorrow is in Monday. That was dumb. Yeah, so tomorrow is in Monday, as in the Monday that just passed. So when you guys hear this, this would have been past the Monday. So Yeah, I was going to just say we can cut it out and I can just be like, yeah, man, at Monologue Slam is Monday. That is great. Um, had a ball. And uh, yeah, hope to see you guys next month. <laughs> now we have both versions. <laughs> All right, right. to the future. Red, what's up with you? How you doing, Bo? No, you spoke already. Anyway, what's up? Wow, Ooh. damn. <laughs> he did <laughs> say it's when them women's be talking now. Mm-hmm. I said, what? He said it on me. I oh, oh, I didn't say nothing like that. Um, <laughs> no, I ain't been doing anything. Um, today was just a very, very relaxing weekend. All I did was play video games. So if you guys know, I like uh, video games here and there. Um, typically RPGs and um, just anything with a good storyline. So I've been playing God of War. So I just actually beat that. So so it's for those of us who are video game inept. I'm I'm yes. guessing. I'm guessing RPG stands for uh-huh. real. No, no. Let's fail. just stop. We'll <coughs> <way> ahead. Reality. <coughs> Shout out no, to the gamers, do you, by the are, way. Do you, are you ready for me to tell you? <laughs> the real answer is. Fine. No, um, it stands for role-playing game. Well, God damn it. I was getting you there. Were, you were, is you that were like close. The Sims? In like seven, I was getting seven, there. Seven, seven Did more I just tries, offend you by you saying know? The Sims? Is that like The Sims? No, I mean like. Offend you. Like you play no, like Because gamers take that stuff serious. I mean, well, yeah, I'm a gamer too. Like, no. my brother's a gamer, and he makes guap off of it. Shout out to my brother and all the gamers out there. Like Shout out mm-hmm. to the guap that he makes. Yeah, work. Wait, actual guacamole? How does he do that? Yeah, like, no, guap. Oh, Not okay. guap. Guap, guap. Get some bread. You are dollars. hungry. Go. <laughs> Cheddar. Coins. Oh. These bread. Are all bread. Oh. Bread. Benjamins. Benjamins. Benjis. Money. Money. <laughs> talk about the Benjamins, baby. baby. Uh, talk about the Benjamins, baby. All right, all right. Um, no, but that's all <laughs> I did really. Um, I didn't really do anything. It was very. Um, I don't recall of anything, so I think it was relatively uneventful, and that was it. I just stayed in relaxed, which I think I just needed some me time. All right. Mm. Okay. okay. Blair. My week has been. It's been good. I have been. Um, I'm out here just trying to check things off of my uh, 2018 vision board. Yes. Out here just check, check, yes. check. You, got a, you got a vision board? I do. Yeah. You don't? Send me a picture? No, 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 no. I, I did, but like I keep changing it. Well, so it, you know what? You can change. It's interchangeable. Like, it's, yeah, you can change it's it. Supposed to. That means thing. you're making strides. But I, but I wanna, I wanna see yours. I wanna see yours. Okay. Yours. I, yeah, I have my yours. Vision boards. Vision boards. So we yes. should sell. We could. We should share. Our vision boards. vision boards. Okay, okay, that's a that's that's yeah. a good, I would love that's for a, the audience. You mean like right now? No. Would you stop slamming on the uh, table? We're gonna cut all of this She's out. She's shaking the <laughs> table. Okay, okay, right. 
Yeah. But no, some of our audience members, we would love for you to share some of your vision board ideas or, you know, just however you come across it. That would be beautiful. But yes, please do. Um, But yeah, so I it's it's funny in the past, like I was never really, really into them. Um, So I made like one or two before because like I was part of like different groups that were like, oh, we're going to make our vision boards for next year. So kind of did it as kind of like a group activity thing. But this year I did it on my own by myself. And so I think because of that, like I put like some real, real intention behind it and okay. as in like these are things that I'm actually like actively really gonna try to do as opposed to like nice as opposed to like this being like oh it's a group assignment it's a class assignment let me just do this so I can turn in my homework kind of thing like no like I'm actually legitimately motivated to do these things and accomplish them and get them done and um one of the things that's on my vision board PJ I know you and I have talked about this before mm-hmm. is to uh date more mm-hmm. um because I don't like I just when I say I don't, I mean I don't. No. It's overrated. I mean it is. It is. I think it is. But I know no, my goal is to. Dating is not overrated. My goal is to one day be married. The so. one person in this group who's in a relationship. Talk oh, about yeah. talking about <laughs> no, 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 wait, 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 wait. I knew you was gonna say that. No, I, I, I see where you guys are coming from and why it would seem that way. But even before I was in a relationship, I felt that dating was overrated. Preference. I, I, hmm. Preference. Preference of what? No, that's just that. That's that. <laughs> a preference is the preference. Move on. Oh, oh. wow. That's that. That's oh. that's that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that shut me up. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh I do so gosh. much editing. This is crazy. Oh, oh my goodness. Sorry. Oh um, my god. I'm, I I probably won't even edit a lot of this stuff out. I mean, why not? You know, I hey. keep it in. Why not? Keep it in. But, uh, That's what she said. Ahead. I'm not trying to do that kind of dating. What kind of dating are you? None of that Tinder. Or not CMB. that kind. Like, Wait, oh. you hear what he said? Mm. Okay. No Tinder. No CMB um, dating. Oh lord. So yes. <laughs> See you next but week. That um. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a segue into our topic for the day, Um, because like I said, like my goal is eventually um, to be married one day in Mm -hmm. the future, whether that's near or far. Mm -hmm. I know that that's something that 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 specifically isn't on my vision board for this year, not to be like married by the end of this year. That's not on there. (laughs) But like, no, 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 no. She's got goals. I got to date first. Morals and scruples. To find somebody who I would then consider dating or marrying. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, but I, I think that that is a, um, good way to start getting into what I know we wanted to talk about today and just black marriage in Mm. America and just, I'm so interested to hear everybody's Mm. thoughts and everybody's perspectives on this topic because it's, there's so many, I don't know. I mean, like there's no way that we can cover everything and what we're going to talk about today, but I just think that there's so many different things that we can look at specifically for black marriage. Um, and so I don't know how we want to well, kick this off. I think like so the, the <laughs> first way jump right in. Let's just yeah. jump right in. I think the <laughs> first in. way that you can try and like kick it off is just like what is black love? What is black marriage? What is that? What does it mean to you? Because until we started actually like talking or thinking about that we were going to have this discussion about what black love and black marriage is, I was just kind of like, hmm, it's just love to me. It was more so of a feeling for mm-hmm. me. But like, what is it to you? And it, and it forced me to actually like look into like what some of the definitions of, that people have. So I guess we can go around the room and just PJ, mm-hmm. what is what is black? Um, what is black love? What is black marriage to you? Um, it's black marriage to me or uh, black love or just 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 love in general um when 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 a one party says to another party i want to spend the rest of my life with you i want to build with you um i don't want to run from any trouble or anything i want to face all our problems head on and let's discuss and let's choose each other every single day uh black marriage to me represents what I've ra- what I've been raised with. Uh, it's a representation of my entire family. Uh, I come from a family who we're they've all been married until death does them part. Uh, no one has really gotten divorced in my family. And my mother and father were, uh, she stayed married to him until he passed away a couple of years ago. 
my grandparents they married until they got passed until he, my grandfather passed away and so i i look at marriage as the ultimate sacrifice like this is i'm coming to you wholeheartedly and i plan on being with you and no running so as soon as i say yes i do i mean it so that's my definition okay huge um so my definition of black love marriage the unionship the um the full circle of it is the upliftment of each person for example um I'm, if I'm with a black man and he encourages me and he uplifts me and it's like when I look into his eyes and I see his soul and he looks into my eyes and he sees my soul and we see each other and we are one and we are each other and we're individual, it's the to me it's like the upliftment. It's like what can I do to make you better? What can I do to help you be better in this world and you know um, change the the ideologies of how we're looked at? You know um, because there. Uh, you know the difference with like um with PJ is he's lucky he's in a family where marriages have lasted years you know till death did them part but there's also like a high you know divorce rate um, amongst our people um you know for whatever reasons why they got married the reasons didn't stick to when they didn't um to when they wanted to end it and you know for me it's just like um you know just coming together with this with this love and it being full circle and it's like how can my how can my tribe and your tribe come together to make a kingdom where we're producing ones that look like us, that um, come from us, and are doing great, great things? So black love to me extends beyond a relationship of just two, um, of just a man and woman, or a man and man, or a woman and a woman. Um, it extends to like community, upliftment of community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's my two cents for now. Mm -hmm. Um, well. I think in order to define, for me, to define black love, obviously it just starts with love. I mean, love is everything that you guys are saying. It's, I, it's Absolutely. looking at the other person and saying, you know, I choose you. I want to, you know, spend my time with you. You are a, a part of me that I was looking for. Like all of those, you know, things that, that we commonly identify love to be, you know, it's a feeling, it's it's an action, it's an emotion, it's, it's all of that. But to define black love, I think that it is acknowledging somebody's the, somebody's ethnicity. So like acknowledging the fact that you are, you know, a, a black queen, a black king, you know, and and specifically recognizing that and and cherishing that and uplifting that and making it uh, about being black because so often i mean like the the narrative for so long has been like you know like black is bad black is wrong black mm -hmm. is it's always been associated with being something negative so black love is just the opposite of that it's like i'm going to you know praise the fact that you are black and everything that you can do as a black person and i'm gonna love that about you and i specifically love your blackness um so because like i have like i have two friends and i love them so much like they don't even call each other like by like um um, each other's names they refer to each other as my black queen and my black king and wow. that's how they refer to they like I've, I've never heard them call each other by their actual like legal name like that's how they refer to each other and that's okay. an example of black love to me mm -hmm. like I acknowledge mm -hmm. your blackness I cherish your blackness I uplift it mm -hmm. in a world that is constantly trying to bring that down or have a negative um, connotation to it so I and that's just kind of to sum up what I was saying. Like, I feel like there is love and there's love and love is universal. You know, like everybody kind of has like the same basic understanding of what love is. But to me, black love is where you incorporate that level of acknowledging and cherishing and celebrating somebody's blackness. That's you know, I absolutely agree with that. Sense. And it's like it's it's what you explained is like rebuilding the ideology of black families staying together mm -hmm. and rebuilding the ideology that the black king and queen can come together and be 360 together. You know what I mean? Because those ideologies have been torn down. You know, they've been then stripped from us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for when we see it, it's like, wow, PJ, your parents did what? Your grandparents did what? And that shouldn't be the norm. It, right. It you know shouldn't I mean? be like a shock. So it shouldn't. Uh, part of like what sparked like this conversation uh, for us. To, oh, I'm sorry. 
no, no, red. No, no, no. Well, I, I, you were still going. I was gonna come back. No, but. I'm done. Oh, <laughs> yeah, me too. I just wanted to piggyback off what I'm you done. said. I'm done. I was, we'll, I was we'll literally, catch, we I was right literally about to like move into the next thing. Sorry. No. <laughs> Go. <laughs> and you're up. All right. <laughs> well. Um. <sighs> no, no, no. I. It, it's funny that like everybody pretty much are. Everybody's on the same page when it comes to love, and I think. I too feel similarly like if we have to go by the uh, dictionary version of what love it means, it's an intense feeling of deep affection or a great interest and pleasure in something. Um, but because like this was more so of a feeling and I wasn't able to put it into words, I did like look up like what black love was or is. And it, one of the things that popped up on um, on a couple of different uh, sites, one was Huffington Post, was something that shouldn't have happened due to adversities. Um, love is often happened on a spiritual level. So, you know, if you know, like everything that has happened with us, we weren't always able to be there for ourselves because mm -hmm. our families were often ripped apart mm -hmm. and often, you know, we were in other places. So it was often... A lot of oftens, but you know, it yeah. was a kind of a thing where you know we had to just feel and be there for that person, even though that we weren't there. Um, you know, love is sometimes um, sometimes that's all that we, we that we had. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes there was people you know where we are as as young as one or two years of age, and like we never saw our grandparents or mother or father ever again. Um, and, and, mm. and sometimes it's to our own detriment, it's how much we are, w we love so much, even though there might be a lot of, um, evil in the, in the sense of malice of whatever that situation is. We just want to love that person for who they are because we, we want nothing but the best for our people. I mean, me personally, you know, I, I, I love to love, um, love is not just something that is just between, um, a, a relationship between a man and a woman, a woman and a man, and, uh, two women, a woman and a woman, spouses, woman and basically. Woman. Um, yes, it's not just a romantic. It's thing. just exactly. not a romantic thing. It's also a family thing, mm -hmm. um, which was funny because, like, as I was on my train ride here, one of the things that I was thinking about was not necessarily at you know the the romance part of it. Like that's something that I have, but you know, I definitely brought like. A lot of the feelings that came up with me was family. Like I remember mm -hmm. things like when I was like five years old with my dad or my mom or my sister, like when she was first born, you know, they they have a they have a video of me somewhere when my mom was pregnant and they asked me, like, what do you think it is? You think it's going to be a boy and a girl? And I was like, it's going to be a girl, you know, like those are all like things of, of, of like love. Like I remember. Um, so. I think I'm just like kind of like going around in circles but it it really is just that's what love it, will make you do right it, it it really is just like all encompassing and just like like i love you guys and that's a different oh, type of love, love as well too. So, i mean he yeah. i pj come on do it yeah there you go that's right that's our thing yes <laughs> so um but yeah I mean, it's so and it's so funny that you even like even touch on that subject as far as how strong and saw how powerful is love, um, because you know during this week we had the royal wedding that took place, mm -hmm. um, and that was okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> He's about to say something <laughs> that I most likely agree with. Brace yourself. So here's my thing. So the only I posted this picture like saying the only royal wedding that I've ever concerned myself with was when uh, in coming to America <laughs> when they got married. She's uh, your queen to be. So <laughs> um, I've never really been one of the people who really concern themselves with the royal wedding because it doesn't have any effect on my life or my you know my friends or anybody i come in close contact with um however the the idea of there being a woman of color now added to the royal family um does add a little bit of interest uh to it um but during the actual wedding which i didn't watch the whole entire wedding itself but i really listened to the reverend uh who spoke and he had a very powerful message of love. Of love, right? Yeah. And I loved how he started out by quoting the Bible verse and then saying that 
if you know love, then you know God. And if you know mm. God, then you know then love. God is love. Then God is love. And I like how he was saying that once we all as human beings operate from a place of love, there's going to be no more poverty on the planet. There's mm-hmm. going to be there's going to be no more ill wills toward people because once we're operating from love, all that negative stuff goes away. Mm-hmm. Because then we begin to begin to take care of those places. You band together to take care of what Absolutely. is negative. Absolutely, and I just thought that was beautiful. I don't understand how some people were faces were offended when he when he mentioned the Hebrew verse and he talked about um, the slaves. But he wasn't talking. But it was interesting because when I heard the commentary, I was just like. I was just like, um, but he's not talking about Meghan Markle's ancestors. He's mm-hmm. talking about, the, the, you know, the Old Testament and what was happening. So I was just like, this, this is interesting. But I just thought it was um, great. He just went, he was just a little winded because, you know, he a bad, he I a mean, preacher from a, Chicago. Yeah, he, he was Curry, preaching. He from Chi-Town. He was preaching. Because even in the middle of it, they gave him like, he was Curry. supposed to have like Bishop. five minutes. He took like 20. <laughs> yes, he, yes. He, it was like 13 <laughs> minutes. And midway, he was like, I know I'm getting winded and I need to let y'all get married. Mm-hmm. But love, right? I would have been up there like, uh, sir, we we came see, to. I was loving here to get married. I was there for it. And you know, I what I really would love to know is what the um what the community, the melanated community out there, how they honestly feel about it. Opposed to, I mean, Americans, we can feel one way, but we're not Very the ones true. walking in those shoes as because yeah. number one, racism exists. Shout everywhere. out to Brixton well, and, and all the other different. places around. Yeah, there. it's it. They live in a different society exactly than, than we do but they definitely experience it it's it's yes. it's and it's i think it's more upfront yes than it is the way how we are mm-hmm. here in america where we don't even know the i mean you you could be good friends with with karen and next you know karen did something karen behind your back putting raisins in your potatoes it's just you know, uh, it's raisins karen you know and my aunt's name is karen so every time we say karen we I don't mean you aunt karen. Aunt, aunt, auntie karen we, we ain't talking about you we mean you know. the, Hi, auntie. the general karen out <laughs> hey auntie we're not talking but, uh, about karen we hey, talking about auntie. karen okay yeah yeah, yeah. but um it it, it um it amazes me just to listen to his message of love because it, 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 it goes powerful. it really goes back to, you know, what our ancestors and how we were talked as far as how you were saying right about it. love is different. Love is. Yes. Love is family. Love is community. We it's we like are all in comparison. We are love. Yes. Love is the strongest, strongest emotion you can strongest have. Force. So here's also a lesson, and I'm sorry, I'm probably going to start random because love is like one of my top topics. Topics I love to talk about because I'm just a person of love as a Libra. That's just how we are anyway. And Venus being my ruling planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes down to anyway, so when it comes down to actually love, as far as what what Red was saying earlier, um, and what you should just ask as far as in the in the love that what it is that we all want and deserve. Um, coming into a household coming into a household where it was taught number one that you have to love first we we love each other we have that agape love where no matter what right. it is i'm supposed to love who whoever i come in contact with mm. um watching that and listening to that that message that he was given was so powerful for me personally when it comes to love i I crave love first and foremost from family. Um, I, the way I grew up, I was separated from my family. I grew up with um, in New Jersey, away from Virginia, where all my family was. So when I went to school, I didn't have the pleasure of saying, I'm going to school with all my cousins or my brothers. It was just me by my damn self. So as a child, I always craved love from family, meaning abundant family, meaning aunties, uncles, cousins, because it was just me, my mom, my dad, and it was my aunt and my uncle, but then they relocated, so mm. it was just like me, my mom, and my dad. Mm. And I always craved that love. So when I would go to Virginia, I'd be with my family, but it would be very temporary. So for me, for a long time, I craved family love. Now where I am in my life today, I crave the love of children. Um, I love children, and um, I don't have any yet. I'm 33. I look forward to the day when I actually do. Um, and I look forward to the day when the baby looks up to me and says, Mommy, I love you. Like, that's going to light my whole existence. Like, I li- I'm living for that moment. Don't get me wrong. You know, um, I've, I've been single for a while for a reason. And, um, you know, it took some time for myself, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to, you know, get back into it slowly. But I know, how can I 
crave love from children, and, and, and I'm not even talking about <laughs> wanting to be married, which I actually absolutely do, and I want to have all the children in the world. But at this moment, the love that I would love would be love from children. It doesn't even have to be my children. It could be other children. Well, that's the thing about, like, love from children. Like, it's so it's pure. pure. It's so pure. Like, all of my friends, yes. not all of them, but a lot of my friends have kids. And, like, I love those kids so much. And they love me. And it's just such a, a pure, like, fulfilling mm. feeling when they, like, you know, when they love you. And it's just, it's it's not, you know, contingent on anything. And it's exactly. not, you know, it doesn't have, like, false motivation behind it is judgment free it's just pure love (laughs) absolutely well it's funny like i think i mentioned on last episode that i love kids Mm -hmm. i I adore kids yeah and it's something i think it's something that is part of it i think is that maternal paternal instinct that you just have that's ingrained in you but Mm -hmm. i think some of it is just like how you were like raised and brought up like if you were in that type of family in that type of setting Mm -hmm. i think that you want that because that's something both me and my sister have like ever since we've been as young as three four five six like in that age range we would always have like this ability to just like i'm just gonna hold the baby and like be okay and like you can not worry about us yep. like holding you got a, the baby. You got a it. three month old you were you trained know, for this right like it was so weird my yes. mother would always tell you like she would be like you know she would never say like she was never like that kind of that mother that would be like oh like I can't wait until you have kids and just like nag 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 that's my mom that's mine too I think that she would wait till you have kids you gonna see right I think she was more (laughs) so she was very supported and saw that me at both me and my sister at a young age just could not wait to like have our own so I so I agree with you like I think we're all in the same age bracket so we all feel Mm -hmm. similarly um, but I also crave for, um, you know, that, um, to have like really good friends type of love. Yes. I, I, I really, that is so important to me because it uh, provides you it, just so we can just kind of like just take a step back. So I, I am in a relationship and sometimes being in a relationship for so long, um, I think it's, we're going on eight years. Wow. Yeah. So, um, you need an outside perspective. And you need like just anybody that'll just like you just you need good people, good mm-hmm. pe- good friends that are going to be around that you have good judgment, like, that have good judgment that would be able to talk to you about a lot <laughs> of different things. So I also crave like that really like you know good uh, friendship love, and I think that I I I, I agree well. because what's what's really bad is and I'm I I really don't even hate I don't I don't have a best friend and. I went to different schools every year. Mm-hmm. I think that plays a, a, a role that I didn't necessarily get to, um, you know, nurture a long friendship because I went to different schools every year. And mm-hmm. then I moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I have one person who's very, who's extremely close to me, but I hardly ever see her. So shout out to you. You know exactly who you are, babe. I love you. But we don't see each other that often. So it's like there are times when I'm like, I need to talk to somebody. And right now... It's my mama. I go to my mama and be like, mom, X, Y, Z. And then sometimes it's my dad. Mm -hmm. But you know something, uh, you know, just not to kind of like dumb it down, but like you don't have to have somebody that you had like, you know, you've been best friends since you've, you know, been three, four years old. But I always wanted that. No, no, no. Absolutely. But sometimes Mm -hmm. it just doesn't work out like that. So you can definitely, you can Mm -hmm. definitely find people later on in life. Like the the best friends that I have right now are people all that I found later on in life that are, that I can go up to and be like, you know what? I can give you my wallet and I don't have to worry yeah. about like later on, like mm-hmm. why is my bank account empty? Like I don't <laughs> have to and, worry and, and, about well, yeah. this. And that's so Definitely. funny because I mean, I mean, even to piggyback off of that Definitely. and before like even to move even further, like the way Yushi and I met and then so Correct. since then, as well as well as Blair, like I consider you guys like really great friends yes. moving yes. into the best friend yes. Um, yes. Absolutely. category, you Absolutely. know? And it's like, you never, you, my, well, you know, the, you and I are here. <laughs> So well, she's she's actually pointing to Red. She wasn't pointing to me in that moment, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but like even like that. even my best friends, you know, and I love them wholeheartedly. I met them when I used to work at Old Navy, and then the other one when I worked at H and M. You know, many, 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 almost twenty years ago, and we're still great friends now, best friends. So, and that's that's the the extension of love and the extension of family. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have our own. F- 
birth family, but then we have the family that we don't choose necessarily. They're the one that's, Absolutely. you know, well, I mean, we choose that family. Spirit. Yes, that's our ca- tribe. You know, yeah. and so it's so funny, even when you even mention as far as like you being in this relationship for a long period of time. Um, and I wanted to like even because it, it just reminded me of the uh, last episode of Blackish, which was the season finale. Mm. And, you know, and, you know, just in case anybody hasn't watched it, I'm just letting you guys know. Spoilers. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> but you know like you know they was going to met the uh, couples therapy while they were actually on their way to getting a divorce uh and it was like going through small little issues um as far as it's it the the universe and everybody who actually like social media and some people it was like either positive or negative um but there was a comment that was sta- stated in the last episode when they really decided to like go to therapy and work it out and it was like a really great comparison it was like saying marriage is like um marriage and your relationship is like thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. your relationship itself is the turkey everything else is the sides like your kids your house your 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 job, your career, your health, vacations, things, whatever you wanted to do. Mm. Um, and you spend so much time making sure all of that stuff gets great that you forget, that you forget to check the turkey. Mm-hmm. And then the turkey's dried out. And it's, you know, if you don't check it enough, you don't keep up with it. Um, and so many times people, I think, like run so quickly from relationships or from marriage without taking the time to actually try to do the work. Now, if you're not going to, if, if the work is, if you already there's a difference between trying to do the work and then doing the work and then just cutting your losses right then and there i believe like there are, there's some instances where it's like yeah yeah i mean where it's like you know at the at, at at a moment where it's like yeah this is not going to work but you make sure that you have exhausted all options before you even come to that in my opinion when no, it comes no. to marriage that's, that's you know and this is the lessons i've learned from my grandmother i've had great conversation with my grandmother because my grandfather was a tyrant <laughs> and she stayed with him i mean this was also an older generation much yeah, different yeah. much different you know Definitely. my father and my mother i never heard them argue and even like my fa- it's a family joke that whenever they argue they honestly would constantly be like you know what honey let me tell you how i feel and he'd be like you know what baby and it was like there yeah. was never any name calling fight fair. and they f- like That's we would never love, know baby. we as kids would never know they were fighting yeah. i mean the adults would but you know that's the other part of it you know so i think that when when it comes to like marriage it's it's really important now i have never been married but i have been in a long-term relationship um two of them and you know one ended for um reasons uh he passed away another one ended because i had i made the decision to end it um but either way the love that was there was real right at least coming from my end mm-hmm. and it has to be received this is the same thing that i think um bishop curry was saying you know when you say to somebody you love them mm-hmm. and you go around telling the world that's because you know it you feel it yeah you know and it's so important that we feel it even from our friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think that's the truth okay i'm off my soapbox I think the the interesting thing about the the episode of Blackish is, I mean, just like with any kind of like television show that's kind of coming to like their season finale, it's always like, well, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And I, I didn't, I haven't watched it yet, but I know what happens. But um, it was interesting just kind of watching it play out on social media to see like what side people were on. People were either, you know oh, they're going to get divorced That's because that's what it is. Or people are like, oh, I hope they work it out. I hope they don't get divorced. Kind of trying to predict like what the ending of it was going to be. And a lot of what I saw was, okay, you know, they're going to end up, you know, not together because that's just how black marriage seems to work mm-hmm. in America, you know? And it wasn't, it, I mean, like it's not a happy outcome, but it's definitely like not out of the blue. It's not like, oh, this is a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like this is, um, not justifiable. Um, this is an ending that is um, reasonable. Expected. Expected. Thank you. Who, Lord Jesus? I need. I need. I need. I need a shea butter. Pick me up. <laughs> I need she a shea like butter. Pick over me up. Shea butter like activation. Shea butter, butter. Need, shea butter is our vibranium. Reactivate. Reactivate, reactivate guys. Shea butter yeah. is our vibranium. And just so you know. That's really kind of like what I wanted to like dig into a little bit with just talking about just like black marriage in America and why 
we like just what our different thoughts are behind like why it it is either successful in the cases where we've seen it be, see, seen it be successful or why it's failed and the reasons why we've seen it fail and so like pga i think it's really i th- i mean i think it's beautiful that your parents stayed together your grandparents stayed mm-hmm. together um and i think that I mean, and I don't I don't even know like your family like that. But I personally feel like part of the reason why they did have that connection to stay together is because they went into the marriage um, fully informed and kind of knowing like what marriage is going to take. And I don't I think that's missing in 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 just, you know, in, in America in general, in marriages in general, but specifically in black marriage, like people aren't willing to a put in the work yep. because they don't understand what the work actually what the work is, is. or yes. like or Preach. especially uh, you know you don't do that when you when you rush into marriage when, when you, you when you move too it, fast yeah. for it I mean a lot I of mean, it is like people think that there's the people I th- I I personally feel that people get married because they think that that's what they're supposed, supposed to, to do. do. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that people rush into it too quickly, not fully understanding what it's going to take to make marriage work. And again, I I haven't been married either, Mm -hmm. you know, but I I have seen enough marriages in my family break up to understand like, yo, like it takes work to keep a marriage together. Mm -hmm. But like so. To kind of go back to the whole blackish, the last couple of episodes and even the season finale, I think why these past few episodes were so important is because it shed a light on what was realistic. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, from being in a long term relationship before, and like you guys can chime in, but um, I I think what happens is is that we we all get to this point where we have different things going on. We grow differently we Mm -hmm. understand things differently Mm -hmm. things happen you know like there's things going on at work there's things going on with family so i think what happens is is that like you know we we have these 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 rough moments where like we'll, we'll say stuff out of turn or say things that really we shouldn't mean or even if you mean it, like it could have been said differently. Like if, you know, to go into the whole blackish episode, I think one of the things is that, um, like for example, he had, he, uh, Dre had said something to her um, along the lines of like, well, you just need to like wash the dishes. Like, why would you that even like- That scene itself was- it, was- it was so powerful because it was just like, you didn't need to say that. Like mm-hmm. knowing good and well that she's a doctor, she provide you know that she provides for her family you know mm-hmm. that she's doing stuff for her family you know that she um she was going through things with you know with the with postpartum like there was so many mm-hmm. different things so why would you even say that um and i think uh i i think because we have this very fantasy view of like what marriage is, oh, you're gonna be happy and we're gonna mm-hmm. just hold hands and just like all right, Skip and everything's good, yeah. and just it's like it's always like that. There's struggle. Not, there's, 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 there are good things. There's ups and downs. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of issues in between that, and not not necessarily his fault or her fault. It's not like that. It's just that they just are, mm-hmm. and I think when you don't provide that realistic feedback, especially to some of our. Um, more younger and I'm a, I'm a millennial too but some of our younger impressionable impressionable people. people I think that you start to um, they start to take well I don't have to take this I could just move on to the next person and you don't have that time where you struggled and you tried to do more and like make the relationship work or last mm-hmm. and it builds your character too when you do that because it really shows you who you are oh absolutely yep. yeah there's a Excellent topic. This is an excellent choice. I, I, what I what I think it is like this number one. You know, this is going to have to be a, such a deeper, longer conversation, especially with the the stuff that Blair just brought up. Like you know. because that is like that goes back to the beginning of how the broken families happen, and then mm-hmm. why you have the couple that she knows call themselves my black queen and my black queen because they're reclaiming their time, or right. the people that just say I can do better all by myself. Exactly, like, like all of that stems from myself. somewhere. Right. All I want to say is there was one time when you had husband and wife black man black woman slave and you would have the slave owner come and be like oh y'all getting married tonight well then i'm gonna sleep with your wife and go sleep with the wife and put a baby in her Mm. as his way of blessing the marriage 
Mm-hmm. Like, or because he knew they was married, he would go beat down the man in front of her just to show them who's boss. Or rape the man. And, and the woman. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to demasculate. So uh, all yeah. of this stuff is a, is stemming onto today. That's all I want to say. You know, and it's 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 very, very true. And it's just like... Our, our definitions of marriage, I mean, unfortunately, what it really boils down to is it's our examples of whatever we've seen. Now, I'm not sitting here also saying that I have the picture perfect idea, mm-hmm. because, again, my even though my parents stayed married, my the 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 man who married my mother is not my biological is not my father. So that's a completely another conversation. Same. And, you know, that's the he met he met my mother pregnant with me. So mm. she was about six months pregnant, and then you know he stayed, and I was he was he's been my father since I've been born. So wow. you know my biological father, I just recently got to know him. Um, you know that's a different, a completely different comp- conversation. Oh, no, a we'll very talk great about topic that. about that. Yeah. Um, but the definition by looking at it by you know watching it i think my example for myself is is a little convoluted because then i this is this is the staple that i have this is the only thing that i see and this is the only thing that i can say that may be successful in my sense because it's where i come from so i mean not to say that people who have broken marriages or um who come from a broken home are susceptible to not having a successful marriage mm-hmm. you know those are those are two completely different points. I just want to actually just throw that in there just to make sure that anybody didn't feel a uh, type of way by me saying just because I come from this perfect air quotations, perfect because child, it really wasn't perfect. Um, but just be having that model lets me know what it means to me. Mm-hmm. That's I just want to throw that just that little bit in there. Um, but, you know, that it's always it's always something that's just like reminded to um to love and it's something that marriage love relationships the work that you have to put in uh it's i really want to dig deeper into especially that episode of blackish where they were talking about um you no, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> you're like no, no, no. no. <laughs> I really want to talk into deeper about that episode, um, especially the little the parts where it's like he missed comments that she was saying and she missed comments that he was saying so they both had for years had different views like there was a scene where he did she said to him you'd never bring me roses and there's a reason why he never brought her roses because the first rose that he ever got her she laughed at him him. and that was like in their dating so then Mm -hmm. that cut it out so he he, and he had because he didn't speak it out loud and he didn't get those emotions out um it you know these little things get in the way yeah um and i i i kind of feel like um in order to to keep things on track again we have to always just constantly revisit these issues or whatever um and just talk about them because marriage is important love is important if marriage isn't your thing then marriage isn't your thing you know because marriage is not for everybody and you don't have to be married in order to be in love correct but love is for everybody love is for everybody everybody, you have to love i'm telling you well you will Mm -hmm. even if you try to fight it even if it's lasagna it's gonna creep up on you it just gonna be like knocks you over the head you'd be like what happened is that like what is that why why my heart why my heart fluttering over chocolate cake i don't understand oh chocolate cake like no other like no other I like you carrot cake never lied mm. I like carrot cake too I love carrot cake I like cake. carrot cake too and I don't like red with velvet cake cheese. I don't I like discriminate I red, like red velvet but not the cream cheese see so here's the thing what? about so here's the cream thing sidebar sidebar pause for a second so I just want to let you guys know that red velvet cake is a sin against God and everything that's out there because red velvet cake is not real the cream cheese that goes on red velvet cake is supposed to be on carrot cake the way God intended Cream cheese is nasty. (laughs) (laughs) You tripping, girl. Cream cheese frosting is delicious. Red velvet cake ain't even chocolate. It ain't even an actual spin. It's chocolate. It's just food coloring. It's red food coloring that made the chocolate turn red. Well, this is because the chocolate blushed. See what happened was the chocolate chocolate blushed and he blushed. So on that note, so we're gonna move right (laughs) (laughs) on. All this chocolate cake, all this stuff. Uh, You know, let's just. So you know, it's like when it comes down to love and. There's so many different things that actually come into play. And I mean, for me, music is everybody's 
uh, my therapy. So, I mean, I feel like everything in life that comes around comes to music. Um, so, can you think of like your favorite song? Whenever you think about love, what song do you think about? Like, what what comes to your soul? Like, okay, go ahead. Wow, and I have to say. Sidebar, y'all know when y'all ask a black person that question, they name like 50 songs because you'd be like, I gotta pick just one. But guess what, y'all? I I had time to think about it, but I really don't need it because I had this moment where I was like dumbfounded by this one song. So it's written by Leon Russell and it's Donny Hathaway's version of a song for you. And that to me is everything. It's this line that catch me I love you in a place where there is no space or time. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. I love you. Place where there's no space or time. I love you for my life. You're a friend of mine. And when my life is over, remember when we were together. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> so come on, Blair, take the wheel. My song, um, I mean, obviously, there's like millions that you could choose from because everyone, Literally. you'd be like, oh, that makes me feel some. Oh, that makes me feel some. Oh, that makes me feel something. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think like the the one song that I kind of kept coming back to because like it took me like the first time I heard it, like I didn't really listen to it. And then the more like I heard it, the more I actually started listening to it and understanding what he was saying is um, Music Soul Child's 143. And there's a lyric in the song where he says, there aren't many more ways in words that I can say. So I'll just say numerically from my heart to you, 143. Mm. And mm. that did something <laughs> to me because the whole song is just him talking about like, I can I, I do this to tell you I love you and I do this to tell you I love you and I do this and I do this. I send you roads, I send you emails, I call you, I do all this stuff to just say to you I love you. Mm. But like, let me just break it down to it's like, basic element and just say one four three Mine is the thong song by Cisco. Wait, wait, okay. No judgment, no judgment, no judgment. I actually love that song. But all judgment. So I'm confused. No, no, no. Okay, so that was a joke. I had so many questions. That was his way of getting two songs in there. You see how he did that? You see how black folks are? see how we are? I really want that to be your song, though. I really can see it, too. I love. I can really see it. No, my song is actually... Um, very, very. Um, actually, let me pull it up. That means seriously. I, no, I want to make sure that I, I, I quote it because I was actually listening to it on the way here. Um, and it is called "Hold On to Love," and it is by John Anderson. Album "In the City of Angels." I actually so I so let me tell you the backstory of this. It is a very different song. It is not like you know, music soul child. It's not like something you know something else. I think it's something that. A song that was listened to by me, my sister, my mom, and my dad mm. on a regular basis, and we would actually sing it all together. So, like when we <gasps> hear this song, that is so cool. We actually get like really into it, and and I, if you've never heard of it, it's not for everybody. Family theme song. I, I would say listen to it. It uh, I think it always warms my heart. And when I was listening to it on the train. I was just like smiling and just like you know jamming to it, just and, full the, of love. and meanwhile people are like looking at me like this crazy asshole. Um, was he smiling? Right, what so he's he he smiling New York. about? But you know, he's so happy. But I, I, that is that is I think that is what resonates with what me. line? What's the line that resonates? Hold on to love. It that it literally is the title. Hold on to it because people so easily let go of it yep. not they don't fight for it yep. they don't really want it they yep. think it's, it's the grass is greener on the other side they think all of these different things but you fought so hard for it like why not hold on to it hold on to it hold 
<laughs> so I'll I'll definitely say what my song is, um, and that would definitely I mean, and it's just it's just something about this song. It just always still gets and it gets to me, and it's to me a you put a move in my heart, and the line that really gets me like ooh, because and it's because of music. This is how I feel so much about music. And she goes, "Baby, our love's like a melody playing for us in the sweetest key." Mm. The part about that line that gets me is the part that is saying it's playing for us. This is our love. This has nothing to do with anybody else outside, anything. But when it's just us two, this is our music. This is our dance. This is. I just got a little tingle just now, just even talking about Felt it. Felt so. in your but, pectorals. But, but you know what this <laughs> you reminds you see me my, of? My titty, my, <laughs> my chest jump. <laughs> my titty jump. <laughs> but you know boom, what boom. this reminds me of? Because I just got finished reading the book, Call Me By Your Name, and the love that was described in that book was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, it was like, you are me and I am you and we are each other. Call me by your name. Mm. I know that. Oh, you know, and somebody just somebody just remade that song. Uh, uh, Lee High James, I think her, her name is. I'm gonna look into it. Okay, she's a she's a white woman though. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's actually really nice. She's what, what, I mean, what, what song is about? Um, call me by your name. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but it's she was been playing on like the Quiet Storm. She's uh, oh, she actually oh. is. She the actually quiet has. Storm. She's oh, a blonde with soul. Storm. Oh, she Amy and Adele. Amy and Adele and and a Joss and a Joss. Oh, Don't can't forget leave Joss. Joss though. So what we're going to do right now, we're just going to really make the wrap this up really quick. Um, we're going to go ahead and give our little late night snack, our little last thoughts, our, our things that we want to leave with everybody. And I'll leave this one off. And my main thing, um, and I'll always say this, when if anybody comes in contact with me, is the strongest emotion that you can have is love. So lead with love. Just as Jennifer Lewis said just recently on The Breakfast Club. Don't come at me crazy, but if you do come at me, you better lead with love. And that's it. That's mine. Um, I'm going to say love freely and love unashamed, unashamedly. And just don't be afraid to love because I think it, it and it's harder for people to kind of abide by this if you've been burned by love before i think people um you get burned and you're not as willing to you know put yourself out there or to love somebody else whether it's you know a romantic type of love or a friendship type of love you just feel you put a guard up around your heart and around love and i just think that that is a shame like of course you should always be um mindful but i don't think that you should put a offense around how much you're going to to love or allow yourself to love others or be loved by others because love is just an amazing thing and it's what it's what god has for us and god god gives to us and it's something that you should give freely and give universally because it's so powerful and there's never anything negative that comes out of love or love in its purest form like all the negativity comes when people abuse love um, which is something 
which is which is a, an act that is totally separate from love itself. So that's why I say never be afraid to love freely and to love widely and to love largely and universally. Um, I guess I, I, I'll be the one to say in this particular uh, situation or just in general, um, a realist love is hard. Mm-hmm. I, love is difficult. There's a lot of struggle and a lot of building when it comes to that. I think my final thought would be the 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 line that I heard on Blackish, which resonated with me the most, which is when um, Andre's mother had said.